Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced by Void Podcast LLC and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. To learn more about our podcast, please visit our website, www.void-podcast.com. We hope you enjoy this episode of Void. In the last episode of Void, Cerebella Rayon's addiction came to light to the frustration of Ursula Nash. Regina Rex and Gideon Judge confirmed another contract that could leave them in riches or in trouble. And at the end of episode eight, the space station lost gravity, violently throwing Jonas and Nova around their quarters. Nova! Nova! Damn it! Solar flare interference diminishing. Kinetic stabilizers resetting in five, four, three, two, one. Whew. Okay. Okay. Floating, but at least not bouncing. All right, let's try this again. Nova. Hello, Nova. Can you hear me? Kinetic stabilizers at 100%. Centripetal force generator restoring gravity in five, four, three, two, one. Gravity fully restored. Have a nice day and enjoy this word from our sponsor. You gotta be shitting me. Are you feeling tense after a long day? Maybe your partners are nagging you at home. You need an escape. You need to visit the Brown Sugar Boutique for the finest in opium products. Opium tea, opium pastries, tinctures, powders, and much more. Visit us in the Vice Annex, level 46. Needles not included with purchase. Really? Okay. Nova, are you there? Oh, my head. What the hell happened? The station lost gravity. We got thrown all over the place. Oh, ow, God. That hurts. No, no blood. But I'll have a lump for a while. So we're about to be executed, and now the station goes out of whack trying to kill us, too. I know. I'm beginning to think we were safer on Earth. Incoming group transmission for Nova Bayflower and Jonas Aldridge. Please stand by for Max Huxley. Miss Bayflower and- hey, what the hell is going on with the gravity? We were nearly smashed to death getting thrown around our cabins. Calm down, Dr. Aldridge. All quarters come with safety harnesses for just such an occasion. We're obviously well equipped with these outages. Why do you think mostly everything in your room is bolted down? Safety harnesses? You didn't know. You really should read all the instructions that come at your room, Miss Bayflower. If I may be allowed to continue. The reason I was contacting the both of you is to let you know that all charges against you have been dropped. Upon further investigation, we have determined that you are not responsible for the contagion release. We do believe it to be accidental and the result of human ignorance. With that, we'll be keeping a closer eye on both of you. But you're free to go about your business. So have a pleasant evening. Oh, wow. 
What, just like that? Don't kid yourself. They're watching and listening to us right now. We got lucky. Astrid, record Science Log 2, Titan Project. Affirmative. Recording Science Log 2, Titan Project. In 3, 2, 1. Anko Lumen, Titan Project, Science Log 2. I'm finishing general machine calibrations now according to Titan's current surface conditions. This will only put the machines in the general area of where we'll need them, but with less adjustment when we arrive. I've just sent my report to Dr. Nash, detailing the conditions for which he'll have to perform the body modifications needed to prep the crew. Those conditions are as follows. Deep space travel, as there will be times we'll be in a stasis, as well as being out for an indeterminate length of time, even though my contract is good for a year. For that, we'll need to be modified to consume less food and water. Our bodies will also have to be adjusted for the low temperatures, which average around negative 179 Celsius. While we'll have oxygen masks, we'll still need to be modified for the nitrogen-rich atmosphere's lack of oxygen. And finally, we'll need resistance to the fumes that the rivers and lakes of methane and ethane will be producing. I expect the process will be long and painful, as it tends to be. Astrid, end science log two. Good morning, Mr. Huxley. Good morning, Gideon. I see you and Regina have been confirmed for the Cambridge McWillis contract. Yes, we have. Excellent. It's time then. We need you to watch over this carefully. Make sure she doesn't mess this up. It's important to the five. Do you understand? I do. And once the contract is complete? No witnesses. Understood. The crew is made up from barter deals. This could take some time. We're in no hurry. We want this done right. Make sure they see you as an asset. Gain their trust and do whatever's necessary at the right time as you see fit. Affirmative. I'll expect full reports on a regular basis. Will do. I'm sorry, the the hatch was open. What do you want? To clear the air. So go ahead and clear it. I'm really sorry for what happened to your brother. Spare me your sympathy. We had nothing to do with the virus. We, We had no idea it was on board. The whole thing was one big accident. Max Huxley cleared us. You can ask him if you I want- I know. He contacted me. I was told you were cleared and allowed to continue with your mission. I'm guessing you feel hesitant about this whole thing now. Well, you have a gift for the understatement. I understand you're processing your brother's death. And I wish I could take away that pain. I really do. The thing is, I, I, we, we, look, the crew needs you. We, we leave soon, and it might take too long to find someone else, so... And that's not going to be easy, since someone as gifted as I am isn't so easy to replace. Exactly. I guess I can't say no, can I? I don't see how you could. All right, Dr. Aldrich, you have yourself a medical officer. Thank you. I have the conditions the crew will need to be prepared for. We'll set up appointments shortly for everyone's body mods. Body mods? Yes, For this kind of expedition, our bodies will be subjected to things like gamma radiation in space, but also varying planetary conditions. Oh. How does it work? I'll oversee the processing, along with my assistants and other colleagues, since I'll be going through it too. 
for the first time. Oh, wow, that just occurred to me. This should be interesting. Why is that? I've performed the prep before, but never experienced it firsthand. It's compelling to watch, especially seeing the changes. So our bodies will change during the procedure? Yes. Some things will change temporarily, some permanently. It's also going to hurt. But we'll numb each of you as best we can. You seem a little nervous. Yeah, a little. It's a combination of excitement and fear. On the one hand, I'm excited to finally see the process. To see what it's like physically, firsthand, which appeals to the scientific side of me. On the other hand, I never know how much this will hurt or just what changes are going to occur. Sounds like we're all in the same position. It would appear that way. I take it there will be injections. Yes, and other procedures. And it's going to take a while. You might want to get some rest. Thanks for meeting me for a drink, Nova. I was hoping we could get to know each other better. You know, since I'm uh, working for you and all. Cheers. I've never seen anything like this. The lights, all these crazy machines, those girls dancing. Are they? Hovering, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are the uh, hovering go-go's. What did you say this place is? It's a casino called Tinhorn Saloon. Basically, it's a haven if you're addicted to gambling. Isn't addiction usually frowned on? On the station, it's encouraged because it feeds the economy. Sounds like a sick relationship. Well, don't let people die if it keeps the economy going. Credits above life. We saw a lot of people sacrificed for the sake of greed back in the colony. I thought people here would be, you know, more human. Greed is an addiction everywhere, Nova. At least here they make your addiction fun. If you say so. We had some games of chance on Earth, but it was just underground card games. We needed to play for food. Ugh, boring. Here you play for credits, indentured servitude, or sexual services. There are all kinds of games if you want to try something out. I'll pass. Was there something specific you wanted to discuss? Well, I'd like to get to know you better. Are you happy with your current situation? Excuse me? Yeah. You seem to be in service to the, this uh, Dr. Aldridge, so I was wondering how you feel about working for him. I'm not in service to anyone. I'm his partner in this mission because I believe in what he's doing. See, there it is. What he's doing, not what you're doing. But this isn't your own thing, right? I mean, this is you helping someone else achieve their thing. What's wrong with that? Nothing, but haven't you wanted to do something for yourself? Haven't you ever had your own dreams? Sure, I guess. I just haven't figured it out yet. What about artifacts? What about them? Are you ever curious about them? Not especially. I am fascinated by them. I intend to find more after our expedition. That's why you wanted to visit Mars, right? We're helping you find an artifact. Exactly, and a very special one. Did you know that the first humans that tried to colonize Mars were the first to discover alien artifacts? Imagine an entire Mars civilization from thousands of years ago. Sounds interesting. <laughs> interesting? Well, that doesn't begin to scratch the surface. You really should consider joining me after we're done on this mission with your friend. We could continue to travel the stars together, looking for more. Okay, isn't that just me helping you with your dreams, though? No, are you crazy? No, but no, no, no. This is totally different. This would be your own thing. It's not the same, because we need to find our own artifacts. Okay, um, that's really nice, but... Some of them are rumored to harness power or a curse. I'm surprised an engineer is so interested in this. You guys don't seem like the superstitious types. 
Engineering, math, ah, it's all fun, but it's work, and it's a bit easy for me, to be honest. This is my passion. Study of ancient cultures, learning how the savage civilizations lived, human sacrifice. Yeah, that's fascinating stuff. Yeah, well, it's my parents got me into it. I bet your parents weren't boring. Not at all. Oh, they were always very attentive, teaching me about all kinds of things. They used to tell me about ancient earth cultures that had cannibals. Wow, they told you about this when you were a kid? Oh yeah, I grew up with these stories. Once I heard there was a possibility of discovering ancient alien cultures, I became obsessed. My dad was the one who got me into the experiments. Experiments? Yeah, you know, everyone here's got hobbies. What kind of experiments? Ah, you know, the usual stuff. Hey, do you trust this Aldridge? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. He and I have been through a lot together. He's a good man. All right, well, I'd keep an eye on him if I were you. This place tends to bring out people's ambitions in ugly ways. Ambition can change a person. Thanks for the tip. That's neat, boy. I'm an experienced deep space engineer. I can get us through this shit. If it comes up, I'm solid in a crisis. That's good to know. It is. You can put all your faith and trust in me, Nova. Have another drink. Come on, let's play some games. Incoming transmission. Private channel. Encryption key required. Max Huxley, key 9ALQ32B. Good evening, Mr. Huxley. Good evening, Overseers of the Five. How may I serve? We understand the Rex woman has accepted the contract. She has? You understand the importance of the contract, yes? I do. I have taken measures to ensure success. Excellent. That contract is the key to what we're trying to accomplish. Please know that completion of the contract might take some time. Time is irrelevant. As long as the task is complete, that is all that matters. No one wants to know of our involvement. I have a source on their crew that will only report to me. We are concerned about Aldrich. You need to ensure that there is no interference. Aldrich and the rest will not be allowed to get in our way. This episode of Void featured the voice talents of Ella Demby as Astrid and providing the voiceover for the Brown Sugar Boutique, Karen Johnston as Ursula Nash, Frank Juknowitz as the narrator, Sean McKnight as Jonas Aldridge and the voices of the five, Jenny Miller as Nova Bayflower, Simon Uluhojin as Anko Lumen, Mike Pringle as Max Huxley, Eric Martin-Reed as Gilbin Tricky, and Guy Wellman as Gideon Judge. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com.